This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. You're listening to the Kiss My Arts show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is just after nine o'clock on your lovely Monday evening and I do hope you're having a lovely night with your feet up, your glass full, ready for an hour of Kiss My Arts. Thanks to World Wide Wave for another fantastic show. Um, They are always very informative, so thanks very much to those guys yet again. Tonight on Kiss My Arts, we are joined by an iconic Australian electronic pop duo. The band released their debut album Beams in 2005 and in 2008 their second album Apocalypso debuted at number one on the ARIA albums chart, skyrocketing the band to success. At the ARIA Awards that year the duo won Best Dance Release as well as Best Group and became the first electronic act to win Album of the Year. The following year, in 2009, the pair won an APRA Award for Songwriters of the Year and an ARIA Award for Best Dance Release. After a four-year break, they have just released their third album, Pacifica. Aside from their own music, the duo have also remixed tracks for Lenny Kravitz, Silverchair, Sarah Blasco and Kings of Leon. And if you haven't figured out who these guys are yet, you'll be pleased to know that we have the presets joining us tonight on Kiss My Arts. But before we chat with the band, let's check out the single from their new album. This one is called Promises. You're on Joy. Joy 94.9. Are you ready? Yes. Hey, this is Taka from Little Red. You're listening to Joy. Is that okay? Yeah, I reckon it's great. <laughs> so maybe I'll just do it again. Cool, okay. Hey, this is Taka from Little Red. You're listening to Joy. Hey, this is Jack from Bombay Bicycle Club, and you're listening to Kiss My Arts on Joy 94.9. You are indeed listening to the Kiss My Arts show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is eight minutes past the hour of nine on your lovely Monday evening. We just heard a track, the title track, the single uh, from the Presets new album. That one was called Promises, a very catchy little track. And it uh, it does promise a lot of things. Uh, the album that we are featuring tonight is called Pacifica and it is the third album from the presets and we have the absolute pleasure of having the presets joining us on Kiss My Arts tonight and we've actually got Kim, one half of the presets, the drummer and keyboardist on the line to talk to us. Kim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Ah, Brilliant. I'm looking at all these things on the desk that say presets and I'm uh, preoccupied by that quite a punny Thing. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Look, thanks for joining us on uh, the Kiss My Arch show. Whereabouts in the world are you right now, Kim? I am um, in Sydney and it's a uh, year old son whose ah. uh, birthday it is today. So. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, I'll, I'll let him know. Oh, cute. What's his name? His name's Holiday. 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 Oh, well, happy birthday to Holiday from everyone here at Joy. Um, now, I read in an interview you did with TNT Magazine that you'd like just for once for someone to say to you before an interview, hey, I've listened to your album and I've got to say, I freaking hate it. 
I'm tempted to do this right now for shits and giggles, but I'd actually be afraid you might hang up on me. Yeah, well, you know, I think I'm, I, you know, when, you, when you're doing, like, um, press for a day, you kind of, like, get, you know, 10 or 20 people saying how much they love your record. And after, when it, when it gets to, like, number 19, you know, you start to get a little bit simple. But in actuality, if you had said that to me, I probably would start be crying. crushed. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess you get bored of the same old questions. Yeah, well, you know. Um, it could be worse. Could be. What's the worst question you've been asked? Oh, mate, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I've put it in the, you know, the, the trash bin in my mind. <laughs> there was a there, there was an one. interview for the New Gay magazine where Julian was asked at point blank if you guys were gay and if you go out of your way to look like a gay band. I mean, there's a question to get the ball rolling. How do you feel about those kinds of questions being asked and being associated so? deeply with queer culture? Um, I, I don't mind at all. In fact, I kind of, I mean, we were embraced by the gay community quite early on, um, especially here in Sydney, where, um, and, you know, like friends of ours who put on, like, not exclusively queer nights, but, you know, gay nights for people who are, you know, kooky and, and weird. And, um, and, you know, they were the first people to sort of really get into our music. And, I mean... Yeah, we don't have a problem with it at all. And, um, you know, I guess those sorts of questions, people are curious and maybe people just want to claim you as their own. <laughs> so they, they want to get a clear answer once and for all. And, I mean, to be to be fair, we, we do kind of, like, play, and in the past have played up to that kind of idea. The gay for pay thing. That we could be a bit bent. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I think, you know, we, we're... Um, yeah. Look, use it where you can, why not? Exactly, exactly. Um, So you guys are heading out on an Aussie tour very, very soon to support the new album. Yeah. And I believe you'll be swinging by Melbourne in uh, February on the 6th at the Palace Theatre. But I actually uh, believe it's sold out. I think there's a couple of dates. Um, there's, there's a second date. Is there um, a second date? Sale. I don't have it exactly in front of me, but I, I guess it's either the 7th or the 5th. Yep. That would make sense. It wouldn't be the nineteenth. <laughs> no, no, because that would um that would be a little inconvenient for you. Sure would. So look, it's been a few years between drinks, but I believe you've already sort of launched back into touring mode with a US tour last year, Park Life. Yep. I think you guys were in New Zealand over New Year's. That's right? right. Yeah, we played our Rhythm and Vine That's... Festival in Gisborne. We were the first, we were apparently the first people in the world to see in the New Year. Wow, of course, because New Zealand's first cab off the rank. Yeah, yeah, and, and this Gisborne is like um, on the northeast coast, and um, yeah, so apparently they get the first. I don't know. I don't know how you how they do it, but um, I think actually technically Fiji is the first place to to get it now. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway. it's pretty weird how that happens, isn't it? I was on a plane once um, going from Sydney to London on New Year's Eve, and I kind of relived New Year's like five times during the flight. It was fantastic. <laughs> Um, so, look, what's in store for us for this upcoming tour? I believe you'll be remixing some old gems for us. Yeah, yeah, we've put a, you know, we've got a, a bit of a um, best of set, um, you know, maybe it's about an hour and a half long. Um, we've got, all, you know, play, trying to play as many new um, things as possible, and we've also gone back to some of the back catalogue and mm-hmm. just spiced things up a little bit, reworked some songs, um, you know, just for fun and also for a little bit of a surprise for everyone and you know we've got like a big video rig big lights 
loud music. Lots to look forward to. Sweaty bodies. Yay! (laughs) Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more from the presets right after this. Joy 94.9. Wow, you're on the Kiss My Art show with Amy on Joy 94.9. That was an epic track called Push by the presets, and that is from their very new album called Pacifica, which we are going to be featuring on the show tonight because we are joined tonight by the presets themselves. They are an iconic Australian electronic pop duo who shot to stardom in 2008 after the release of their second album, Apocalypso. This album won them a string of ARIA awards and made them a household name. And we have uh, the, the keyboardist and drummer of the presets, Kim, on the line to tell us all about that. But before we do that, let's check out another track from their third album, Pacifica. Um, this one is a bit more of a downbeat track, so uh, it's a bit more relaxed. So why don't you fill up that glass and enjoy this beautiful gem of a song. In the meantime, if you want to send in your love to us, you can on 0427JOY949. If you run out of credit tonight, that's fine. We have email too. We've got onair at joy.org.au. Both of those will get to us. This uh, track is called uh, Fail Epic and it's from Pacifica. Oh. By the presets. Joy 94.9. Well, hello there. This is Butterfly Boucher on Kiss My Arts with Amy, the lovely Amy, on Joy 94.9. You are indeed on the Kiss My Arts show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is 27 minutes past nine on your lovely Monday evening. I hope you are having a lovely Monday evening wherever you are. A big shout out to Owen in Oberon. I know you're listening. A big holler to you and uh, hope you're enjoying the show. Tonight on Kiss My Arts, we are joined by an iconic iconic Australian electronic pop duo who shot to stardom in 2008 after the release of their epic second album Apocalypso and this album won them a string of APRA and ARIA awards and made them a household name and we have the absolute pleasure of having the presets join us tonight on Kiss My Arts and we've got the presets drummer and keyboardist Kim on the line to tell us all about it. So obviously a big part of what you guys do is the live show, but also the studio. And I believe you've actually built a studio in your home. That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm standing in it as we speak. I'm so jealous. I've got this tiny little studio in my place. Can you tell us a bit about your setup and how it's impacted on your music and your collaborations? Yeah, well, it's great. I mean, I've got like two... Um, two rooms to work in. One's the sort of control room where I, I do all my recording and sit at the computer and, you know, um, criticise people's performances. Mm-hmm. And then the other room is where people go or I go and, and you know, record live instruments and what have you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's pretty much soundproof from the rest of the house, so I could kind of make noise here as much as I want. You don't get the evil neighbours knocking on the window or anything? No, none of that. I mean, and, and be, as a drummer for my whole life, you know, I yeah. really had to kind of live through many an angry neighbour situation. <laughs> yes. um, so it's fine, It's great to be finally in the position where I'm not annoying my neighbours. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I've been working on quite a few albums at the moment, and... Um, you know, it just means that people can come here and I can work with people who I really like and we don't have to sort of worry too much about um, the clock, you know, in terms yeah. of hiring studios and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And 
Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I think my production's gotten a lot better since having it. You mentioned that there's a room specifically for live instruments. Is is the live element something that you've um, made more more of a, an effort with with the latest album? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think we were trying to like kind of paint an image of what the presets would sound or be like. Um, in a live situation, you know, not not a completely literate um, portrayal, but I, I think in the past we've kind of just made sort of our we've made our songs and produced our songs on on computers and then sort of learned how to translate them into the live setting afterwards. Whereas this time, after so many so many years of touring, I think we sort of thought, well, let's let's use the that the live situation where we've translated the songs already as the starting point. Um, so, you know, there's a lot more live drums and things like that. The, the vocals are a little less treated. They're more natural sounding. Um, you know, we've got things like pianos a lot more prominently. Um, yeah, it's just, we just thought that was a, a, a good palette to work with this time. So what would be a typical day in the studio for you? Do you guys have a routine or different roles that you fulfil? Yeah, I mean, you know, Julie and I work... Um, you know, we don't we don't we don't work together every day. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're working on projects together, we we sort of work you know maybe half the week separately and then a couple of days in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then towards the end of the project, we sort of get more and more you know closer together and and sort of in the same in the same building. But um, yeah, I think my routine is very different to Julian's. I, I sort of start work at eleven and work till about like nine or ten or something. And um, yeah, it's pretty boring. <laughs> So you've got what an hour to have your coffee, get ready. Yeah, go for, for a walk. Go for hang a walk. Out with the family. Yay! And get stuck into it. So when you're in the studio uh, doing thing, what's the most important thing for you to achieve in your music? What's always in the back of your mind when you're creating music? Um, I'm just trying to be as individual as possible. You know, like um, tr- you know, trying to achieve something where I feel like I haven't really heard it before. You know, for example. Something like Ghosts or Adults Only off Pacifica, they were real, really big achievements for us um, as the presets because there were, there were moments where we really felt like we were hitting, um, you know, new territory, you know. Well, let's talk about Adults Only for a minute because in a Mess and Noise interview that I read, you mentioned that when you made it, you did have that moment where you high-fived each other and felt like it was one of the best things you'd ever made. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. We really felt like it was quite an achievement because, I mean, not only is it, you know, a really intense techno track, it's a really literary song, um, you know, and it's 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 not sort of not very often that you find techno sounding music with such like depth in the lyric writing and storytelling. Absolutely. So usually it's just like and we're having a good time or something kind of, you know, obtuse painted over the top, you know, um, to give it a human quality, but this one was very much a you know, it was almost like a bio, bio, biopic, you know, of Sydney as well. We really tried to use all the sounds to portray this idea of Sydney, you know, with all of its frills removed and, and, and almost like a skeletal image, you know, and, and almost like all the niceties of Sydney were dissolved and all you got were the bare bones. And, yeah, it was, it was just interesting. Well, I definitely think you're onto something new there with this sort of colonial techno music. Perhaps there's a new genre there altogether. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think it'll take off on mass but um but yeah i mean that's what that's really what we strive for um is to just 
kind of find little spots in in music where little corners that we can you know kind of explore and and that no one else has really explored before there's there's a line in the song that says schizo tourists shot by cops and i read that that might have something to do with a frenchman that was killed at bondi beach yeah that's 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 true that's true yeah that was um something julian wrote and you know something that he remembered i mean he was kind of he wrote pages and pages of verses for for that song and of, of all the things, sort of things that he remembered growing up um, that had happened in Sydney that were kind of like, you know, dark or shameful or, or things to be embarrassed about. I mean, you know, I mean, like, not, not judgmentally, but just kind of observations of, of things that had gone wrong. And that was one of the ones that stuck out in his mind was um, the tourist who who was shot by police and um, schizophrenic tourist who shot by police in Bondi, I think it was. There's almost these um, these sort of chanting-like phrases in the vocals which give it a really dark quality and to me uh, almost imitate the drone-like sounds of a didgeridoo. Was that the intention? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like if, you, if that's what you hear, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's like the, the, the intention was, it was kind of meant to be... Like, it sort of started, the sketch of the song sort of started um, with this sound which kind of sounded like a, a cello, and it was almost as if we were imagining the, the first fleet arriving in Australia and getting off the boat and, and setting up a camp and having this, like, wild, like, voodoo kind of party. Um, and, and you know, so it was definitely, like, this, this feeling of chain gang or, or whatever and, um, and the sounds of this, like, reversed spiritualized cello or whatever but a didgeridoo is you know it's very similar kind of kind of sound so and, and it was definitely trying to be this like idea of the spiritual element of of australia at that time you know not just with the convicts but indigenous people and um yeah but i mean it was just like a little glimpse of an idea like that well, whilst we're talking about uh, the piece, why don't we uh, actually have a listen to Adults Only? Uh, this is uh, from the latest album, Pacifica, and it's called Adults Only. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. You are on the Kiss My Art Show on Joy 94.9. The time is 18 minutes to 10 on your Monday evening. I do hope you have that glass filled. You've got your feet up and you're relaxing, having a lovely evening, listening to the uh, the new and interesting sounds of the presets. Before the break, we heard all about their track called Adults Only, which is kind of like a colonial techno piece and a bit of a uh, biopic of Sydney's darker side a really really interesting piece from their uh, from their latest album uh, we continue our interview now with uh, Kim one half of the presets uh, joining us here on kiss my arts and there's this fantastic sea shanty song ghosts can you tell us a bit about that how that all came about yeah well I mean that was that was just something um you know we were working on some beats that were sort of up-tempo and, again, trying to find some rhythms that we hadn't really heard before. And we'd spent, um, we'd, we'd done some touring in Colombia last year or the year before, and we went to this nightclub and they were playing all this pop music that was super fast merengue rhythms. Um, and we sort of thought that would be fun to kind of, like, try and do something similar to that. And we started making these beats and Julian just started singing over the top in this halftime sort of sea shanty 
um, you know, way in the, in the way that it sounds. And um, yeah, it just kind of evolved into something that was a real clash of ideas, like a real juxtaposition of ideas. Yeah, again, maybe another whole genre based around it. (laughs) which no one else will bother with. (laughs) No, exactly. Um, You've got a a, um, captive audience there. And whilst we're uh, talking about the track Ghosts, how about we uh, take a listen to it uh, so we know exactly what we're talking about. Here it is, your Enjoy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Hey, this is Jack Cardi, and you can kiss my arts. Hey, this is Black Chords. You can kiss my arts. Joy 94.9 FM. Everyone's kissing everyone art, everyone's arts tonight. I love it. You're on the Kiss My Arts show. I'm going to get that right. Kiss My Arts uh, with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is 12 minutes to the hour of 10. We just heard a track called Ghosts by The Presets, who we've had the absolute pleasure of having on the show tonight. If you want to text in your love, you can do that on 0427 Joy 949 or you can email us at onair at joy.org.au. Um, now, the golden handcuffs on the album cover, I've read two things about them. First of all, that you and Julian are making so much money together that you're eternally tied together and can never go your separate ways. And two, that it's actually your art director, Jonathan, just trying to see how much queer shit that he can get away with and making you look silly and <laughs> laughing behind your back. Is there a third suggestion or are we on the money with those two? Oh, I mean, whatever you want to wreck it. I, I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't really know. I think there is an act actually an explanation for what they represent like Jonathan is pretty symbolic in his artwork um, and I, I remember reading an interview he did explaining all of the symbolism in all the three albums that he's done for us from Beams, Apocalypso to Pacifica um, there's some interview online where he goes qu- quite in depth about about all that and I remember he did mention something about the ha- handcuffs I just can't can't seem to recall it right now, but I don't think it has anything to do with making so much money that we're <laughs> eternally tied together. People can and read also, into things as they you know, wish. He, he, is, he does have a sense of humour, so he may, be, he may be laughing at us, but he also, you know, he takes his job very seriously as well, and, and he, you know, I know he respects us as much as we respect him. Because so. you guys pretty much leave all that stuff up to him. I mean, do you have a lot, a lot to do with the, um, the designs, or are you kind of... No, no, we, I mean, we, we look, he... Our relationship with him started so organically and it was so perfect from the beginning that it's it's like he's the third member of the band. I remember when we finished making Blow Up, the actual music for it, and we were trying to find some artwork for it. He was a friend of ours and I think he'd done a website for our old band and we never, I don't think we even asked him. He just knew that we'd finished the um, music and he just sent through the, the rainbow skull, which you, you must have seen on T-shirts before. And, and it was like we, we got an email from him like looking at this amazing artwork going, oh, my God, he's completely... He hasn't even heard the music and he's completely like depicted the music visually. So um, from that moment on, it's just always been... Let, just let him do what he does. Yeah, just clicked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully it will last forever, that relationship. Uh, I also read, um, just one last question, I um, read that there was always a game plan going on, this is a quote, that you were going to be very successful. <laughs> so right from day dot, did you set out on this path to become a musician? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I was always... As a very young boy, I was always really into music, and um, 
you know, I was always into watching video clips on television and, um, you know, I started learning drums when I was really young. I don't, I don't know, it just seemed like the most exciting thing for me. I think I was pretty immature, I guess, for a long time <laughs> to really to want to be that. And um, everything that I sort of did from a young age, you know, from like music lessons or going to music camps or, you know, going to music high school and to university was all geared towards becoming a professional musician in some way, you know. It, it, it changed over the years. Like, uh, sometimes I wanted to be sitting in an orchestra. Sometimes I wanted to be, like, a, you know, a contemporary avant-garde musician. And um, and then most of the time in the back of my mind, I just wanted to play in bands and, and mm -hmm. do my own music. And, and luckily, I'm in a position now where... I'm standing in my own studio talking to you about it. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Did you study percussion at the con? Or yeah, that's right. Were you, did you study with Daryl Pratt? He, he was the head of percussion. Yeah. He wasn't actually my teacher. My teacher was Rick Miller, but, um, mm -hmm. but Daryl Pratt was, was the, the head of the department. And Actually, I did have a few jazz lessons with him on vibraphone. Mm -hmm. He was a good guy. How yeah. do you know him? Because I studied at the con myself. So, oh, um, okay. Yeah, I know all those those guys. What about Lewis Cornwell? Did you ever have Lewis for yes. like harmony? He's been <laughs> yes, there for yes, like yes. centuries. He's such a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the con. Oh, the joys. Um, look, uh, Kim, thank you for joining us on Kiss My Arts. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you. All the best for the upcoming tour and for the impending success of Pacifica. Thank you great. so much. Thanks very much. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. A massive thanks to Kim from The Presets for joining us on Kiss My Arts tonight. Don't forget that they're actually heading through Melbourne on their tour this Wednesday in two days' time on the 6th of February. And that will be at the Palace Theatre. You can head to thepresets.com for all the info on that. On the show next week, we have the Black Chords joining us again in the studio. And these incredibly talented and super nice guys joined us on the show twice last year. So it'll be great to hear what they've been up to since we chatted with them last. I'm going to leave you with another Presets track in just a second. But don't forget, if you like what we do here, here on Kiss My Arts. You can stay in the loop about what we're doing. You can head to joy.org.au forward slash Kiss My Arts and follow all the links to our Facebook and Twitter so you can stay in the loop about what we are doing. We also podcast all the shows. So if you've missed one or you'd like to listen to another one again, again, you can uh, head to joy.org.au forward slash Kiss My Arts and follow the links to the podcasts. So I'm going to leave you with another presets track. However, However, this one is an oldie from their first album and it's called uh, Kitty in the Middle Kitty in the Middle and that's from their first album called Beams. It's going to come up right after the break so stay tuned. The boys from the Cubby House are on from 10 and it's their 100th show and they have something just a little bit special planned for us. So make sure you stay tuned for that. They'll be with you from 10 taking you through till 11. Thanks so much for joining us on the show tonight. Make sure you stay tuned and uh, coming up next week is the Black so join me then on Kiss My Arts next week from 9. For all of that, you're on Joy 94.9. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. 
Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.